Welcome back to another episode of She's Busy AF. I'm your host, Lauren Loretto. And today we're talking about how to plan your marketing for the next 90 days. Now, this topic is coming up because we, at the time of recording this, we are in September. How that came so quickly, I have no idea. But October is right around the corner. And in typical business speak, that is a like October marks the start of Q4. So it's coming up now because I highly suggest, recommend, etc. planning for the next quarter in the month prior. So really excited to dive into this topic, really give you guys some actionable tips and strategies. This is definitely one of those you want a pen and paper for or your notes app or your Google Docs, whatever it is that you want to use to take notes because this is going to really be a good one for helping you configure your strategy for the next 90 days. So with that being said, let's go ahead and dive in. So one of my favorite things to say, and this is currently pinned on our Instagram right now, so you might have seen it, (laughs) is that 90% of the success you're experiencing right now is because of the efforts you put into play 90 days ago. I strongly believe in this. I've seen it in my own business. I've seen it for all of my clients. If we're having a slow season, I look back to what we were doing 90 days ago, and if I was on vacation or if a client was absent or whatever it is, typically that's exactly what's going on. So Posting an Instagram post today, for example, is not going to guarantee a client today, but consistently posting content for 90 days will expand your audience and open up the doors for opportunities over time. So with that being said, Q3 is coming to a rapid close. I just mentioned that. How are you going to make sure that you're going to end this year with an epic bang? Now, some businesses, Q4 is really slow. Some businesses, Q4 explodes. How do we make sure you're in the black? How do we do that? So I've decided why not let you all in on the process that I take all of my clients through, whether you're a 90-day strategy client or a one-on-one client, private consulting, whatever it is, we go through this process and we plan 90 days at a time. So like I said, definitely grab pen and paper, open your notes app, jot down some notes because this one is really, really, really going to help you. I'm going to break this out in three steps and like I said, lots of tips. So stay tuned. (laughs) So step one in this process is determining your A, vision for your brand for this calendar year as well as next calendar year, and then B, understanding your capacity so then you can narrow this down to tangible 90-day business goals or just goals in general. So some questions you're going to want to ask yourself and write these down are the following. And I'll kind of explain why. So I'm going to go through the question and explain how this correlates to obviously your 90-day planning. So the first one is what are your core services right now and what are you going to focus on promoting in the next 90 days? So services or products. So like what what are they? The reason for this is that you can't You can promote everything all at once, but we're talking about like multiple platforms, multiple marketing avenues. So really top level, what are the services, you, all the services that you offer and what are you going to focus on pushing in this next quarter? Now, we're talking about Q4 2022 right now. This applies in the future, so who cares? But Q4 is typically October, November, December for a lot of brands. And during this time, brands are gearing up for holiday promotions. Now, we all know this. Over the years, Black Friday promotions, Christmas promotions, it's insane. I remember a time when like I was on family vacation with my family in college and I brought my computer with me to breakfast because I was like, this was for Thanksgiving, and I was like, 
Black Friday. It's Black Friday. I need to make sure I get all of the deals and they're going to happen online and right now. And I also remember a time when like we would go to the stores on Black Friday. Now, we were not that people who'd camp out, but we would go to like targeted places like Target, targeted, Target. Okay. No pun intended for that reason. But these days it's gotten a little more challenging especially if you're running Facebook ads in the space, it's extremely expensive. And how do you make sure you maximize on your ROI as a brand? And it's just really hard to cut through the noise. So the last two years, I've recommended to all my clients, if you're going to run any holiday promotions, run them early, run them late October, early November, so that you aren't getting lost in the noise, especially if you don't have the big bucks to compete with other brands who are buying ad space. So I'm not saying you have to run Facebook ads, but in general, news feeds are going to be populated with ad content. So try and think ahead of that right now and what you want to focus on promoting. So do you want to focus on promoting a bundle of some sort of your services or of your products? Do you want to focus on launching a new service? What are you going to focus on? Okay, the next thing you're going to think of are what are your overall business goals for the next year? Now, since this is we're coming into Q4, I'm actually already going to go ahead and make my goals for all of 2023. That's just me. So technically 12 plus three is 15 months, right? Something like that. So I'm going to be planning for the next 15 months and just thinking what are the goals for the next year? Now, the reason I do this is because everything you do now, again, what you put into play 90 days right now is going to play out in the next 90 days, but even longer sometimes too. So what type of goals am I trying to hit and what things do I need to put into motion now to make sure that I get those next year? Also, understanding your slow seasons in business. Everyone has slow seasons. So how are you going to plan for that for me and my business? What I do is I plan for my slow seasons to be when I really am working on systems and processes in my business. And so I'm not really, I'm, I'm focused on pushing my services in the, biz, the seasons I know where we are busy. And I intently, intently, intentionally slow down for the my slow season. So from here, what is your number one lead source? Okay, the reason for this is because you want to understand where most of your leads are coming from and decide, do you want to continue to push forth in those efforts? And or can you afford to push forward in those efforts, but add another channel as well? So think about what your main lead source is and make sure that you're continuing to nurture that in some way in your marketing strategy. The next question is you're going to be, well, it's not really a question, (laughs) but you're going to map out your team. (laughs) So think about, are you the one executing all of your marketing for your business or do you have help? In the next 90 days, do you intend to bring on help for this or do you intend to be the sole person doing all of your marketing? This is going to help you be realistic when you put all of the items that you want to do in the next 90 days in a little bucket broken out by month. And so you can say, okay, truly, I can't handle this or truly I can't handle this or truly I could use more because my team is capable of doing more. So really think about that. The next thing you're going to do is consider what is your current marketing strategy? The reason being, and the next two questions are really going to play into that, the reason you want to understand your current marketing strategy is so that you then can, next two questions, know what's working in your business and what's not working in your business. That way we can say, okay, we tried Facebook ads the last 90 days. I'm just throwing this out there. Typically, I like to recommend you give your ads at least six months, no matter who you work with, because it's something that takes time, especially if you've never run ads before. But let's just hypothetically speak and say this strategy didn't work. Can we afford to move forward 
with that strategy or should we scale back and try something else? That's what you want to understand. So what's currently working? How can you further those efforts and what's not working for your business right now? Also consider capacity too. Like if you're going to plan for the next 90 days and you're like, we are booked, what are you, how are you going to continue to market your business? I see this a lot where brands are like, oh, I'm busy, so I'm just not going to market. And then what happens is they say, okay, I'm not busy. I'm looking ahead and I'm not going to be busy for that next quarter. I need to start telling people that my books are open or that my that my like book of business is open and I can I can take more. The problem here is people are going to go find other solutions during that time that you're not marketing your business and they're going to forget about you. The name of the game with marketing is staying top of mind. So always have a plan for how you're going to market your business, how you're going to keep your audience informed. Okay. (laughs) So the next thing you're going to consider is what are your goals for the next 30 days in business? What do you really need to get after in the next 30 calendar days? Now, if we're planning for Q4, just think of October. What do you, what needs to happen in October in order for you to be successful? How about 90 days? What needs to happen between now and December 31? So typically for a lot of people, this is a money goal. What is the money association or, um, you know, like think about how many podcasts or magazine features you want to have. What do you need to do to be successful in the next 90 days? Okay. Then what are some marketing tactics you want to explore and haven't yet and why? Okay, so we might have uncovered this already above if you got there. Cool. If you didn't, here's where you do that. So let's just say that you all of a sudden decide you want to be on podcasts, okay, or you want to start a podcast. Why do you want to do that? How does it aid into your goal? And why haven't you explored it yet? The reason I want you to answer those questions is because it may come down to a capacity thing. It may come down to a logistics thing. It may come down to a budget. If you're launching a podcast, I would say that you probably need to a lot, and I'm going to go on the high end, $500 to $1,000 to launch a podcast because you do need equipment. You have to invest in software. And if you've never edited, recorded, launched a podcast before, you're going to want help. So whether that's hiring someone contractor-based or you are hiring an agency to help you do this, you are going to want to allot your time and money to launching something like this. So really consider what are some tactics you want to explore? Why haven't you explored them yet? Can you afford to explore them in the next 90 days? Okay, so that is step number one. Now we move on to step number two, which is going to be creating a marketing funnel that makes sense with your capacity as a brand. Okay, take a deep breath. (laughs) What is the marketing funnel? Okay, I'm going to make this really simple for those of you who are listening to this and you're like, I know, Lauren. Okay, just like tell me how to build it. (laughs) A marketing funnel is how a customer, consumer moves through. I don't want to say a funnel, but it's how they move through this process that's going to end in them working with you. And it looks like a funnel. And the top of the funnel is really wide. The bottom of the funnel is very narrow. That's because not everyone who enters the top is a qualified lead, is someone who can work with you, is someone who even like should work with you, personality, beliefs, whatever. So they don't all move through to the bottom of the funnel. That is normal. So don't think that that blog post is going to draw in every single person who could possibly work with you. It's just a form of awareness. So 
that explains the marketing funnel. Now I'm going to explain how to write it and why defining each tactic is crucial. So in all of the strategies I deliver my clients, I don't just give them a funnel that like shows them what to do in each part. It also explains, it explains at length why this tactic is important for this brand and how it should be utilized for that brand. So I'm going to describe some tactics that fit into the funnel, but please keep in mind this is not an exhaustive list and many strategies and tactics go throughout the entire funnel, not just one place. What I mean by that is a podcast can be a top of funnel tactic and it can also be a bottom of funnel tactic. I'll explain that real quick because you might be like, what? How? So it can be a top of funnel tactic because someone could discover it from being featured from someone being featured on your podcast. Their audience could discover your podcast. Boom. Discovery. Then in the middle of funnel, there's awareness. So now they're aware of you. They could now be binging your podcast. They're super into you. Bottom of funnel is you've gotten them in this proposal process and they're like, you know, I have some questions. Like, this is what I'm struggling with. You send the proposal and along with that proposal, you send a podcast episode that you recorded that actually covers exactly what they're struggling with right now. And so it can be used all throughout the funnel. So don't think that like, and that's also the beauty. That's the beauty of content creation is that it can really be every part of the funnel. It can really help solidify your existence, your expertise, everything. So we're going to talk about some different funnel tactics and um, how they make sense. So in the top of funnel, we typically have social media, blogging, uh, podcast features, or a podcast can be one of them. But this is how someone finds out about you. In the middle of the funnel, we have awareness. So this is now you have their information, you can target them. So this could be a Facebook ads retargeting campaign. This can be direct mail because you have someone's address. This can be email marketing because you have their email address. This is where a lot of nurturing happens. And remember how I talked about how the funnel gets narrower? Here, it's a, it's definitely more narrow than the top of funnel. And so these people are very highly likely to make it to the bottom of the funnel. And at the bottom of the funnel, we have the decision. So some of my favorite tactics for the bottom of funnel, necessary tactics, your proposal process. So this could be sales collateral. This could be for us. This is like our HoneyBook workflows for when you reach out to work with us. This could be case studies. We just finished revamping ours. So excited. Promo codes if you offer a product demonstrations, a lot of SaaS companies. So SaaS stands for system as a software, S-A-A-S. They offer demos and this is a huge bottom of funnel tactic because they have you in front of them. Either you're actually using the product, you're getting to trial the product before you actually are investing in it. So this is a huge like SaaS tactic. So that explains the funnel. This is step two. I want you to now go create your funnel. What's your top of funnel strategies, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel? I do this with all of my clients in the 90-day strategy planning process because you really want to know what your funnel looks like before you write a 90-day strategy. And I know what you might be thinking, okay, so now this next quarter is over in January, do I have to rewrite the whole funnel again? No. The beauty of this is that you have something to work with. You're just going to be revisiting those questions that I talked about above that say, hey, what didn't work, what did work, and you're going to refine your funnel as a result. So really creating this 90-day plan should be a lot easier because you have your, your, your tactics defined. You know what's working, you know what's not working. Okay, so step three is going to be revisiting step one, which was answering a ton of questions about where you are as a business right now. What you're going to do is now create a list of strategies you want to implement that align with your campaigns and 30, 60, 90 day goals. 
So you're going to create this list. And once you've created this list, you're going to break it out into months. How do the tasks associated with the campaigns that you are launching and the goals that you have, how do they fit into each month? Okay, so I'm going to give you an example. Let's say, let's go back to the podcast example. Let's say you want to launch a podcast. Now, this is typically a pretty layered process that involves buying equipment, setting up equipment, configuring what platforms you're going to be on, submitting your podcast to those platforms, which when getting started can take about a a week, just FYI. Sourcing your cover art, recording the first few episodes for launch, executing on a launch plan for epic visibility. Personally, I spanned this process out over the course of six weeks for the launch of my podcast. So as such, this took up half of my brand building marketing efforts for the first 90 days of planning. So keep that in mind. What are your tactics? What are you trying to launch? What are you getting out there? And how long is that going to take? How does it fit your capacity? Now, again, I know what you might be thinking. What about just creating content and posting to other platforms in general? Does this all pause when you have a campaign? Not necessarily. This specific example covers brand building. Launching a podcast covers brand building. I like to break out marketing strategies into brand building and evergreen tasks, and I like to showcase this on a weekly basis. Remember how I talked about breaking it out into October, November, December, if we're talking about a quarter? I also then go and break it out into the weeks of that month because for me personally, if I see everything in a month, I'm going to push everything to the end of the month. So I need to see, okay, what is going to be attainable on a per month, per week basis? And then I split that in half. What is brand building? What are things that are not evergreen? And evergreen just means like they're repeatable. Launching a podcast is not really repeatable, so I would count that as brand building and I break that out. I break out all the steps on the brand building side of tasks over the next few weeks. On the right side, I have evergreen. So if I'm going to have a bi-weekly podcast, every other week it'll be send the podcast or every other week it'll be send the email newsletter if I'm doing bi-weekly newsletters. So keep that in mind. Typically on the other green side too, we have things like engage with 10 posts on LinkedIn per day, send out bi-weekly newsletter, pitch two podcast shows per week. And really, it just depends on how granular you want to get when you're writing out your strategies. But this is our preference and what we do with our clients. We really create these tangible to-do lists. Okay, so once you've broken them out, anything that doesn't fit within the 90 days, which you'll realize might be a bit of a list, (laughs) it goes into what I like to call the backlog. And these are items that A, you can find room for as you get into your strategy or B, save for the next 90 days of planning. I'm all about making sure you're meeting your own capacity as a brand, not overwhelming yourself and like actually seeing results. And this is how you do it by having a strategy. So if you're looking for help with creating your 90-day marketing plan, this is what we do because sometimes this can be overwhelming and sometimes an outside person can help you come up with a ton of ideas. So that's us. No plan looks alike. We highly customize these marketing strategies to your specific needs based on data that we gather from your unique business. We are currently booking 90-day strategies. Yes, we can do them in the middle of a quarters too. So if you're thinking like, oh, I'm listening to this in October, the next quarter is until January. We plan on a rolling 90-day basis. We'll take all of your goals and considerations in mind. It can happen that way. So I'll drop a link in the show notes so you can check out more information on the 90-day strategies. 
And I can't wait to see what y'all come up with. Send me a message on Instagram if you have any questions. And thanks for tuning in to this episode of She's Busy AF. I will catch you on the next one. Bye.